Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 18. Oh, my God. We are two off 20. Come on a journey with us. Oh, literally a journey. We are going to take you all over the world. Yeah, travel stories. Travel stories galore. I reckon if you can, get yourself a beer right now. Oh, or yeah. a drink. It's kind of like it's kind of like you're kind of like going to be sitting out the backyard, and we're all just chewing the fat about our travel stories. Yeah. Definitely, this is going to be one we're going to have to come back with another episode yeah, of. On, crack a beer. Oh, crack Let's a beer. Dive in. Dive in. Right, so Nikki, housekeeping. Oh, it's becoming quite a regular. The housekeeping. Well, there's always housekeeping if you want to keep an organised well, space. I wonder if you've got any this week. My housekeeping, have I? I've had a birthday in the family this week. Oh, yes, week, that's exciting. tell you what. Tell me. messes up your week. I mean, I don't begrudge anyone who has <laughs> birthday. <but laughs> don't have a birthday if you no. live in this family. It really ruins well, your just week. just the extra running around you've got to do, oh. the extra partying. No, it was all good. It was fun. It was okay, fun. excellent. But I want to talk about... Um, Last week, kind of, it shook you really, didn't it? it the did. International Women's International Day. Women's Day shook me. But it's not, it wasn't, the episode that we're talking about didn't actually go out on International Women's Day, but it was the one recorded. The two that we recorded. Yeah. So we recorded the episode with Gracie, which is yeah. now live, and so that was on International Women's Day. So number one, Gracie's conversation shook me mm. because I was just, I was a bit disappointed that in 30 years Nothing she was still facing the same challenges. And from an equality perspective, yeah. I really thought that women had come farther than they had. Yeah, it upset you, didn't it? It did. It upset me. And then I'm listening to Busy Phillips's podcast and she is in America. She's an actress slash comedian type podcaster. Broadcaster. And she really goes in hard about abortions and mm. the rights. And in America now, it's like 80% of the states you now can't get yeah, an abortion. And she had a whole lot of statistics, everyone did, which I didn't look until later in that night, about how we've actually gone backwards as women. Mm. So our rights today are less than they were sort of five years ago across a world. So this was a world survey. Yeah. And I just got really pissed off about it, Becky. I was like, how is that? Possible. happening and and then i'm like fuck off a donut fuck off you bring all these corporations celebrating international women's day and bringing in a plate of donuts mm. i was like i want to throw the fucking donuts through the phone like that's not a celebration like mm. it so i got confronted frustrated slash confused and i did go down a rabbit hole online that night because again I, I i like to educate myself about something i'm it made you angry though didn't it, it did it made me angry and it made me feel a bit helpless it made me feel more fired up about the podcast mm. made me feel more determined to keep talking about all of the topics and then it made me realize as well with my one-on-one -on -one clients how I change my views like, yep. and it's okay. Like yeah. that's growth, like change is growth. So, yes, it did. It shook me and I also wasn't feeling great. You are a bit down in the dumps. I was a bit down in the dumps. You? And, I look, I went offline for sort of two days and yep. I was just immersed myself in being a mum. So it, it actually, to be honest, it was probably the shittiest week I've had in a really long time. But you're back. I'm back. And, you know, I, I do want to say that normally a shitty week for me in the last three years mm. has always been associated to my ex-partner mm. whom did get married that week and yep. it was kind of like was it about that? But the more I sat in it, the more I realised there's a little bit of it. Yeah. But not really. It was more just... I just had a bit of an off week yeah. and I think that which is okay it is okay and I think that 
for the listeners that are following along and have been for a while, that's a skill, yeah. right? Like I could have distracted myself, but I said to you, yeah, I'm just a bit flat, mm. just a bit off. Yeah, it's good. It's about being self-aware, isn't it? Not pushing it down and no, just sitting in it. Didn't and distract. Let it come and go. But enough of that. Enough of that bullshit. What are we talking about today? We are talking about travel. We are talking about travel. I'm really fucking excited about this topic. You love a bit of travel. I love it. So let's dive in. Becky, tell me about like what does traveling mean to you? What's your history with it? When did you travel first? We were traveling family. What's your travel blurb? Mm, I suppose it's quite nostalgic for me because as a family, we would go every year. So I was living in the UK. Obviously. Obviously. And um, we would every year normally go to France as children, South France. Okay. And I remember it being quite exciting. We, we lived quite far from Dover, which is where you catch the ferry at that time. And um, we had, here you call them, I think you call them a station wagon. But yes, we call them a wagon. state car. What do you call them? A state a car? State car, yeah. Oh, a state, yeah, we, we talked about this with so, the hearses. Yeah, yes. so the back, my parents would just lie us flat if it was night time because obviously it was before. And just sleep at night, yeah. So we'd just sleep like laying flat yeah. and get a lot of the travelling done. But I remember it very nostalgically. Like, so you would drive, get the ferry and go to ferry. France. Yeah, and then drive. And my dad would take us all through the Alps. Oh, and wow drive right down to the south of france so yeah we would do that every year that's um, cool we obviously we did other things we went my dad took us everywhere but yeah what did your dad do he was in marketing actually yeah, right. he was a marketer for football clubs yeah right yeah. so you got to do a bit of a travel so what about getting on planes and things was that quite normal for you as a kid um yeah it was because my dad um football clubs he got virgin atlantic as a right. sponsor for one of the clubs oh wow that's yeah, great so we got lots of i wonder flights. if growing up in the uk traveling on planes is more common for kids because in australia like when i grew up only the rich kids went on the planes i think possibly, because we're so big and it was so expensive back there yeah i think possibly um because you know it's two hours to spain yeah of course that's what so, i'm thinking yeah there was a lot of the low budget airlines that came mm. in so yeah we did we went to spain and france and yeah wow. we were always taken on holiday really love that yeah excellent tell me about what's a destination you've always wanted to go to but haven't been to yet oh we were talking about this i think mm. india fascinates me yeah you were just telling me you like the indian food i do i should have been born in india i could eat indian food every day now how about we go back and talk both talk about our countries first okay all right so i know there's a bit of competition here because nikki and i were, were writing down our travel destinations that we've been we to. we were and so, yeah we both learned we're not great at geography and <laughs> i wasn't sure of like was it a country is it a capital like i was a bit fucked up so don't judge us on any of that don't but come for us. Come so on, i'm just gonna I'm, gonna I'm just gonna read my list out yeah, okay. and then you can read yours out and then yeah. let's dive into the ones of why and how so this is my list australia yeah. all of the states I might add. <laughs> Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, Hong Kong, Singapore, Indonesia, Japan, China, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, America and so many parts of it, Hawaii, New York City, San Fran, LA, Ireland, Scotland, England, Wales, France, Spain, Portugal, Italy, Switzerland, New Zealand, the Cook Islands, actually a separate country, looked it up, Mexico, <laughs> Germany, Croatia, Greece. Wow, it's quite the list. It's quite the list. I didn't add them up because I'm not going to make it a competition. Okay. But tell me about your list, Becky. Okay, well, I've got – they're not in any particular order. Um, Ireland, America, Portugal, Switzerland, Australia, Africa, Mauritius, oh, Africa. France, Spain, Germany, Wales, England, Oman, Dubai, 
Thailand, Singapore, Kuala Lumpur, Muscat, Sicily. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So between us, we've done a lot. Yeah, we've yeah. covered quite quite a lot of the globe. So my next destination was supposed to be Canada. And back in the day before, just before COVID, everyone had that one holiday that we're going to go on. And oh. mine was going to be a house swap with Canada oh, really? and do snow season over there. Oh. But it didn't come to fruition. So my I've only had the one overseas trip since COVID, which was to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. We went snowboarding there. But prior to that, I used to travel as a family. We always traveled once a year. Okay. But as a young person, no travel. Like traveling wasn't something. Like, oh, that is not true, Nikki. I got taken to America from my grandparents when I was 11. Oh, wow. First time on a plane, huge trip. Did you love it? Loved it. It was not kids though. It was like one of those bus tours, you know, but we went everywhere, the Grand Canyon. I can remember taking my Punky Brewster doll with me. And I was 11 and I, I do, I remember it. I remember, actually, I might have been 10 because I wasn't in high school. I didn't have a period yet. I was bit, yeah. yeah, I might have been 10. So that was my first plane trip. But then I didn't travel again until 18 and then I did like the token Bali and all those okay. sorts of things. But, yeah, I've travelled with all my partners, my by all my relationships, all my two big ones, my marriage and then my with my ex, we've mm, travelled a lot. So... What's so? Where's next for you? I oh, say, so hang on. I got two questions for you, Becky. When was your last trip? I missed off Madeira. I've been to Madeira. Oh, as well. where's Madeira? It's over in Europe somewhere. Don't okay. make me do that unless okay, I've got a sorry. group in front of me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, where have you been overseas since COVID? Yes, I went to Spain for a month. Oh, in that's right. Last August. That was before I'd met you, but I knew to your see. kids. Yeah, so I went to see my father, who's sick. Yeah. So we went back to Spain, and actually. Um, so we used to go to France and my parents ended up living in France, but then they moved to Spain. So we actually went to the area that they used to live, which was oh, very nostalgic. Nice. Yeah. What do you like as a traveller? Oh, look, I've flown everywhere. I don't particularly love flying. Actually, I don't like the build up to flying. Okay. Once I'm on the aeroplane. You're fine. I'm fine. It's the build up I don't like. The anxiety, the packing, the... Yeah, just the anxiety. Yeah. But right. I know where it comes from and it's... Again, it's that generation that is our parents. I love my parents. Go, what do you got? Well, as I aforementioned, my dad um, got a sponsorship deal with Virgin Atlantic yes. for a football club in the UK that he worked for. So we were, we had many opportunities to fly. And often we'd go to America. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if it's New York, it's seven hours. Mm. Oh, this is from the UK, Which nine hours fuck to all Florida. For us, like. Yeah. And um, of course, so I would have been probably maybe nine or something Mm -hmm. and we'd get on the airplane and my parents would be upgraded to first class you told me this yeah and my brothers and i so i'm in the middle i've got an older brother and a younger one we'd be left in an economy on our own yeah and i and there'd be turbulence and stuff and i'd be absolutely crapping my pants and she wouldn't be able to come back because it's turbulence yeah and there's nobody there to tell you oh this is all right this is normal so wow it, it stems from that i think yeah right isn't it interesting? I uh, look. I, I I love everything about travel. Yeah. I love the airport. I tra- so there's there's two types of travel for me. There's work travel yeah. and there's personal travel. I hate work travel because I did it for so many years. Yeah, so I flew right. backwards and forwards to Melbourne for years on end. Yeah. You know, in different roles and that felt like getting on a bus like that was quite yeah, torturous like commuting yeah and you would work the whole time yeah. and you know, it was pretty annoying but if i'm going on a holiday and i'm in holiday mode 
I love the plane experience. So there's two types of travellers, isn't there? Are you the one that get as soon as you get on that aeroplane, your holiday started yep. and you're having 100%. a glass of fizzy yep. and you're yep. just like Never Whoopple. used to be, never used to be, yeah. but my ex-partner was like that and so I became like that. So yeah, I okay. go into holiday mode. I definitely get anxious on the flight day and like I could be at the airport before the gates have even, like before you can even check your luggage in, but that's not uncommon. I'm really? that early, yeah. We were late for our flight. To yeah, stay. well, I've, I've been late a little bit with accidents and things. Have you, yeah, ever, have, you ever, have you ever missed a plane? Have not. Touch oh, wood. touch wood. I've missed many. But I only just terrible. got through that one. In fact, the lady said there was a gentleman behind us and she said, as soon as you two are through, that's it. It's We're done. closing the gate. And yeah. there were so many people, 15 people never made that flight. Oh. But it was really stress-free because we just got rushed through. Arrived, yeah, it's whoop, nice. Straight whip, through, straight, straight through. the plane. Yeah, no. I love it. I love, I don't know a lot about the travel industry. I've never had like a close friend that works within it, but I'm fascinated by it. I'm fascinated by all of it. But mm. I can I tell you a true fact? Yeah, love weeing on a plane. Weeing on a plane. I love it. Why? Guaranteed. Even even awful. an hour's flight to Sydney, guaranteed to go to the toilet. Ooh, no! I always worry the flush is so powerful. I think oh. it's going to suck my uterus out. Oh, it's awful. Real? Well, you're not sitting on it when you flush it. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> No, oh, I, do you know when I was anxiety already? Do you know I? No, I love it. I love going to the toilet. I use the hand soap. It's like a bit of a gap filler. When I was working and traveling, I remember one of my work colleagues. We were at the airport, and she had like the kick-ass Bose headphones, yeah. the noise canceling ones. And she's like, "What do you mean you don't have Bose?" Like, because yeah. we were flying every week, and I was like, "Oh, I don't have Bose. I didn't. Even, I just used the. I didn't even I really use headphones. headphones." And she's like, uh, "We're going to get you some Bose." And I was like, "Okay, I'll get some Bose." We get to get them and they're like $700 or something. Yeah, they ain't cheap. I nearly died. And at the time I was like, I don't spend that much money on something like that. Anyway, peer group pressure, I got them. Didn't, and it was a big purchase for an un – It was there was no consent. It was no yeah. checking. So I just fucking got them. Bit of a bully purchase. It was a bit of a bully purchase. And then I got home. I remember my ex sort of going, what the fuck was that expenditure? And I'm like, but wait till you wear them. They're great. <laughs> they are. And can I tell you, with them on now, I then went from not being able to sleep on a plane to being able to sleep on a plane, like no problem. Yeah. And I, because we didn't travel because of COVID, they didn't get used for a real long time. But compared to the headphones we've got on right now, this would not be happening if we had both no. on. No. Do you know what? It's funny because um, my partner, when we first did long haul travel, so first time to the UK, he's a snorer my partner right? a big snorer and he was like oh I don't sleep on an airplane because of my snoring yeah. and I thought great finally I've got a partner that's going to be you know interactive and yeah on on this long haul flight and literally as soon as we got on the flight and the screen was working he was like oh wow yeah that was it so I have two sets of bows I've got the sleep buds yeah right I just listen to I just put them in at night yeah can't hear anything if we got burgled I'd be completely unaware right um and another I do set that. that I just I couldn't sleep with that on. Okay, so we're traveling. So mm. I love traveling. I love having the plans of travel and I'm really encouraging my son to do it. So my son is 18 this year and if he would travel next year, I would push that opportunity for him because I think it teaches you so much. So, Nikki, where's the next destination for you? Look, it's an excellent question. I went to New Zealand last year with the kids. I, where is the next destination? So these are the places that are still on the list. Okay. I really want to do Canada. Yeah. Canada is an expensive fucking trip. Yeah, right. I was going to do it 
like with a, my family, which mm. to be honest, I've got nearly an 18 year old now, so he can probably fall by the wayside. And I don't know if I would do Canada with halves alone. Mm. So I'm just going to kind of put that one on ice a little bit. Yeah. I really want to do the Mel dives with my new partner. Yeah. Whoever she may be. We're just manifesting <laughs> We're at the moment. Manifesting. <laughs> um, so Canada and lots of different parts of America. So yeah. my, I've done a lot, I've pretty much done most of Asia and I've done Europe many times like I've been back to a lot of those places two and three times so I'm really really keen to do all the parts of America drive around it the number one place right now if I could book a trip yeah would be white Christmas in New York okay yeah so I really want to have a white Christmas I have had a white Christmas when I was in France and before I broke my back but I would love to do it with halves yeah. and Dakota but Family in affair. reality I'm moving into my new house this year so it's just not going to happen mm. so whilst I'm focusing on the business and my new home I probably won't get overseas until the end of the following year yeah. which will be my biggest gap in my life like I've always yeah, COVID's gone brought some big gaps hasn't it oh I, I mean I wonder what the stats are but there's no mm. way travel would be back to what it once was I got a bit nostalgic um at the weekend because my sister-in-law they they live in Wales in the UK yeah and um they had snow they had a foot oh, of snow wow. and she sent me all these amazing pictures and videos and yeah like, oh. so beautiful I don't think there's anything more romantic I mean if you ask my youngest one Harvey he'll tell you that we're going snowboarding in January in Japan which we've done before mm -hmm. many times not with him only with Dakota but again I probably wouldn't take that trip on alone yeah um and in reality we're moving into our new house a couple of months before yeah. so it's not a, it's not it might option. happen but we'll just we'll just see mm. who knows who knows what's who gonna knows happen? I tell you what that's that's one of the things that I I obviously always have I've always been in a relationship so most of my traveling apart from when I was younger was with a partner so you kind of got each other but yeah. when you're single it's quite difficult like it's quite you know yeah, like, I don't think I'd want to travel when I took alone. both the boys you got all three of us different names passports yeah. their luggage the, I mean you know and then my son was 16 and just he was useless God mm. love him but he was Listen. hopeless so I went with friends that was the first time we'd ever traveled with friends and I would do that again in yeah, a heartbeat. You loved that, didn't yeah, you? if it's the right friends. So, you know, we only went out for dinner in the whole week once together, mm. and then we we're on the slopes together. But it enabled me to go up and have a run by yeah. myself. So whilst I'm single, yeah, I would definitely tack on to a family trip and do that again. Yeah, because right. otherwise, I mean, you can only have so many conversations with your yeah. six, seven, or eight-year-old, right? That is very true. <laughs> that is very true. Although mine could talk underwater. So what about you? What's your months. next? Have you got any plans? Well, I'd like to do New Zealand, actually. I think I'd really like it because a lot of people tell me the scenery is It's amazing. Beautiful. Yeah, so I think I'd like that. And I also think I'd like Tasmania. Yeah, oh, you'd love Tassie. Yeah, yeah you'd love. So Tassie and New Zealand aren't too dissimilar. Yeah, okay. I think Tasmania is phenomenal. If you're going to do Tassie, you want to drive around it. Yeah. It's the best way to see it. Um, and it's quite cool to fly to Melbourne. You could do Melbourne for a couple of nights and then hire a car Can't and go get on the – Get the ferry. There. Yeah, get the yeah. ferry across. Take the van. You could take your van. It would be yeah. a big trip down there though. Yeah. 25 hours just to get to Melbourne. Yuck. Yep. It's a pretty okay. long way for you UKers. It is. Bloody hell. Um, but you haven't got anything booked? There's nothing in the books? No, because Spain – we only went to Spain oh, in yeah, August that's only, and that was oh. a whole month. So Yeah, yeah. right. That would have been expensive. It was. Very expensive. expensive. So, no, not at the moment. Yeah, it's funny. I remember talking to my mum and she's not travelled at all. My grandparents have been all over the world twice and I 
always had a budget. We had a twenty to thirty thousand dollar budget every year. So we would put money in a savings account every yep. single fortnight for that. And because that was when we did our finances, that was a priority for us as a family. This is you and your partner. My ex partner, which now I don't have. So all that's yep. fallen by the wayside. But I look forward to It's not a bad holiday budget. Well, it's a great budget, but it needed to be, right? Because yeah. you were four four of you in airfares yeah. or three of you in airfares. Like our American trip, I don't think we got changed from 35 grand. Yeah, it's very expensive. To four travel. weeks. I mean, I mean, the accommodation alone in New York, we got an Airbnb for 10 nights, was nine and a half grand. Yeah. Now we're in the heart of it. Nine and a half grand? It is. It's a lot of money. We, it's a lot of money. Yeah, we... Um, I wouldn't stay in the heart of it again, P.S. A lot. We... Um, yeah, it's very noisy. No, it's staying in Brooklyn. We did that. We yeah, um, half the price. We hired a villa in Spain. So yeah, we wow. Kind of chipped in. Yeah, we did too. We did and, too. Mm, but it is expensive. It is very expensive. So I want to know what are your highlights when you think about travel. What are some of the highlights for you? Safari in Africa. Oh was wow! Just amazing. Now that is yeah. on my bucket list. Yeah, I I did it before I had children. Um, it would be fantastic to do with children. Yeah, right. But I had such a brilliant experience, and I saw. You so know, how the, long were you in Africa five. for? Um, I think not too long, probably two weeks. Yeah, we did um a few days safari, and then we went to Cape yep. Town. Yep. Um. So yeah, it was. It That's was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was and was it scary traveling in Africa? The safari bit was, as in we, scary because the animals could get you. Or? Yeah, um, safari. There was. I remember one night looking out and you could just see eyes. Yeah, we were wow. in this little lodge. Yeah, right. And um, we had to be picked up and taken for dinner, so nothing ate us on the way. It's pretty fucking full on, isn't yeah. it? it? I mean, the great, though, I, I just think the contrast, and you know, I. I one of the sad things I hate about children is you invest so much money in showing them these things mm. and most of us don't remember much before we're six anyway. Yeah, true. So, like, Dakota's been to so many countries and he doesn't even know. Like, he doesn't remember any of them yet. They were obviously great experiences at the time. But I don't think you can give your kids, if you can afford it, if mm. you have that lifestyle, if you create that as a priority, that they just learn so much from being in another culture. That's right. That's why it annoys me when schools are so down oh, no. on us taking them away like i had to provide details of oh, it's ridiculous. what the specific reason was even though when i emailed i didn't ask for permission i said my father's very sick it's terminal it's happening and we're going you know this yeah is, um and i got reminded i got yeah. reminded of no, the I did too. policy yeah no i did too i had to fight tooth and nail in the yeah. end i just did it and asked By for that forgiveness head of junior school that we both quite like yes i've got a bit of a you know, yeah, let's not talk about yeah, okay. it because I am going to post this on the um, – <laughs> You are not. On the board that you, you don't are, want me to. You are not. Okay, so that's your highlight. I've got um, a question for you though. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been – I think I know the answer, but I'm, what I'd guess, been on a cruise? Yeah, Have been you? on heaps, yeah. I thought you'd say no. No, I've been on a cruise, not through choice. So my honeymoon to my ex-husband was organised by him. It was a surprise. And we went to <laughs> Japan and Tokyo to begin with. I told this, right? Yeah, and it was single beds. You were so disappointed. So I was disappointed. <laughs> we, we, it was a week in Japan, which was actually really good. Yeah. And then we went to Europe and we got on in Venice oh, and we okay. boarded. That's where all the cruise ships take off from. We boarded the boat in Venice and we were on a cruise ship. Now, we were on one of those massive, I think they're called Disney cruises or something. Oh, they wow. are so expensive. And he had gotten us everything, right? Yeah. We had a beautiful room and you know, on we got. Now, my first experience of cruising, I'm 27. Yeah. Okay. The average age on the cruise would have been 
77. <laughs> so number one, there lied the problem. And I'm obviously a talker and my yeah. ex wasn't. So I kind of found the only kind of under 30, three or four people, year old people that were there. Which would have been staff. <laughs> yeah. Well, they weren't. No, there was a couple of like sisters or ring-ins or cousins and stuff. There was one girl that I met. She was American. She was lovely. And look, this was my honeymoon. It it wasn't a great, yeah. it wasn't a great choice. I love that you didn't have to unpack. I loved that you pulled up at port and then you got the option yeah. to get on or off. I loved the days at sea, but it was just crazy expensive, like yeah. insanely expensive, even though like to get off and do a tour and all that was just insane. But he didn't want to do anything, yeah, right? Okay. So, like, he didn't want to go for a drink or this or that. So he just kind of read by the pool the whole time. So I ended up, like, catching up with her and her and I went to all the shows at night. And, I mean, for a honeymoon, I hung out with this chick. Yeah, right. Way more. I probably should have got on with her. Way more than I did <laughs> with my then husband. So I finished it and went, I'll come back to that in 50 years. That that was my, my roundup yeah. of it. But in saying that, I follow a lady on Instagram, Adele Barb Barbara. We're going to have her as a guest, mm -hmm. hopefully. She's a um, very successful business lady. She's just done a hookup with P&O Cruises. And so they've sent her on a few free cruises with her kids and family. And then she must have like a partnership with them. Becky and I are open to any cruise <laughs> partnerships out <laughs> any there. Collaborations? If P &O, any collaborations? Um, she's really opened my eyes up to it, particularly now I'm single Oh. with Harvey so I like there's a few that leave from Brizzy seven yeah. days the kids clubs are amazing so if I wanted an actual holiday with Harvey just the two of us yeah I'd reopen it I don't love boats though Becky neither do I I don't love boats so no I mean it's not my pick of it yeah but I, I definitely I wouldn't go on a party cruisy one like or any of that but I think when I'm older I will do it by default yeah. Um, and my grandparents have cruised and Dakota's grandparents have cruised the world a hundred oh, times. They, love it. they yep. love it. And they always go on the best ships. They have a crew, little people that they know. Yeah, right. I think, you know, I think, I think there's a place for cruises, but. I've never been on one. I've never fancied it. And I think then, you know, the pre-COVID where everyone was docking. Oh, and I know. The Getting ship sick. was just full I of, you know. I know. I you know, they have, it. um. They have, what do you call them when you die? The morgues and everything. They've got yeah. morgues and a little jail. Got all sorts of stuff on cruises. Fascinating. Righto, guys. We want to talk a little bit now, Becky, about low light kind of holidays. Oh, yes. Well, not holidays, but moments in holidays. Because, I mean, let's be honest, we all get a story. Moments in travel. Moments in travel. So what's one that stands out for you that's a bit more at the lower end of the... Oh. 100% for me, I remember this would have been 2006. So Bella was a baby in our, like she was eight weeks old. In your Gracie arms. was one. Yeah. Yep. And we were going over to Spain yep. to um, visit my parents. Um, and we lived close to Gatwick Airport. So mm -hmm. it was like a 10 minute drive. And my brother picked us up. And when we got there, it was early in the morning, like six in the morning or mm. whatever. And the airport was just in chaos. And immediately I was anxious yeah thinking, you would have what's been. going on and they were handing out sandwich bags and saying everybody had to empty the liquid out and also oh, the sandwich bags were to put your stuff in put your stuff in you had to take everything when that wool out. first came out it was that day so what literally happened, that day there'd been threats or the police had uncovered something that the there was a bomb because that all came in after september 11 right i think yeah. it was because then the bombing happened in london yeah it was um 
it was awful. Yeah, and, that would be um, right that just, time. You're right. It was chaos. And I remember I had bottles and formula because both girls had milk mm. and it was just, I was petrified. And we got to the gate and the guy said, he told me, he mm. said, look, there's been a threat and yep. yours is one of the last flights out. We're flying to, yeah, Seville. Um, and he said, you're safer up there than you are down, down here. Down here, wow. And I just got on with the little babies and was like, yeah. oh, I couldn't wait. It was one of the so you couldn't wait to get out? I couldn't wait to take off. Yeah, and just, right. And it was mad because two hours later I arrived in Seville and it was like nothing. Had even happened? Nothing was going on, yeah. Isn't there, well, how's that moment? I, I, I find this fascinating, particularly over the UK and you would have had it growing up and back then they all had different money as well. So in Australia, for us to travel to another country, New Zealand, we just sort of think of our brother and sister, mm. like you're up for minimum eight hours, right? Yeah. Excluding New Zealand before you get to a new currency or mm. a new language or like we are fucking far away. Yeah. So it was a big trip and it was expensive. So it yeah. wasn't really the done thing when I was growing up as a child, but it just fascinates me that you can be in the air and then you land and you were in an environment completely Where different everything's different from yeah. the rule to the money to the food to the and i just i i mean i i still to this day find it fascinating mm. historically i'm like so why do they all talk different like how how, <laughs> do we, how come we've got this like it, it it is fascinating i think even the english language there's so many dialects i know in, it, it is in, it's in it the, is you know throughout the uk but yeah, lovely that you can hop on a plane from get from Gatwick to Seville in two I think, hours. I and... think when you are travelled, the for me the world feels very small. Yeah, and you know I yeah I mean it's insane. Like I've got family members I haven't seen in twenty years, and they're mm. a two hour flight away. But I know that whenever I've travelled, people are like, "Oh, you feel far away. You're scared." I'm like. I am literally never more than 24 hours. You can fly anywhere in the world yeah. in 24 hours. So I don't think of the world as a big place. Mm. And I think because travel's always been in my kind of nature and it definitely yeah, come from you, my you grandparents. Yeah. I love it. I love it. What's one of your low lights then? Um, in terms of, I mean, I've got thousands of them, but, well, not thousands, but I've definitely got lots that come to mind. But the one that stands out, I went to Vietnam. So we did a Vietnam... Cambodia, Thailand, kind yeah. of like four weeker. When I was 23, 24, okay. it's 23 years ago now. Yeah. So they were not the places to go, right? Oh, so this world. was yeah. well before you went to those places. So there's two things that stand out. We came into Hoi An, I think it was called. I can't remember the part of Vietnam, but it was a city in Vietnam. And we got there and we were on a tour, so a tour with other people, and it was raining. And Ooh. I'm talking like it was fucking monsoon season. Monsoon season raining. And so we all had to go from level one up to level two. So everyone had to move their bunks up because it was starting to flood. So we got there and then like it's like it's not it's not it's not like rain we've ever seen in Australia. It's and it's hot, right? So it's raining. So not only has the the riverbank has burst the water was like halfway up the bus. So the water was coming oh, in the bus, right? No. So we get to the hotel, we check in, put all our stuff in, and then we're kind of like, well, what do we do? Yeah. And I can remember like, well, well, let's go and have a look, right? You're on a holiday, so very explorative. Yeah. So we go exploring and like in the main road, I've got photos of me back before they were digital, but I'm it's up to over my belly, right? Walking down main roads and there's like the lights are flickering. and It was like a movie scene, right? Anyway, 
we wanted to have a drink. Like we were young. Oh, right? the we were, wiring in those countries I know, as well. Right? Is just... So we pull into this little place and we walk in and I am not joking. I walked into a pub. There was like a Cooper's fucking light thing <laughs> on the outside. I walked in. The water would have been knee high inside. The guy was sleeping on the bar, the oh. guy, like the actual person that worked there, and the lights were flickering. There's a pool table. Everything's it's in the water. We're like, oh, sorry, you open? He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And he woke himself up, <laughs> got up. Dusted himself dusted off. Dusted himself off. It was the hottest beer I ever had in my fucking Ew. life. We were with a couple of other people from the tour. We sat there, and I'm not joking, we paid pool. By the time we left, the water was over the men's knees. So it was up to my thigh, right? So you're walking around a swimming, walking around a pool table. Oh. The lights are still working above you, and you're playing pool, and you're drinking alcohol. And I had a poncho on. Well, I didn't have it on then, but I had a poncho to put back on when we left. And then by the time we got back, the first level, like it had covered where the beds were, and there's a photo of me, and I'm swimming in to the hotel, like it was that much water because I'm so short. Yuck. I was like, I'm gonna fucking swim in this. So there's a photo of me swimming back from the pub. Oh, I would have hated that. So that was really fucking scary. And then on the same trip, I we got to Cambodia. Okay, mm -hmm. so there's third world. Yeah. And 25 years ago. Then there's Cambodia. So to get to the Cambodian border, I don't think I've ever been so scared in my life. Like it was no man's land, a movie. They've all got machine guns. Mm. Like it was really fucking scary. And then remembering we're on a tour that we've paid a decent amount of money for, right? And then we got we got all through all of that. It took ages, hours and hours. And then there was just like a tiny little hire bus that we had to get on. And like, okay, yeah, great. We're going to travel. I want to get this right. 18 kilometres to the city centre. Right. I was like 18 k's. Nothing. 25 minutes? Yeah. Took us eight and a half hours. You're kidding me. Took us eight and a half hours to travel 18 k's. Why? Because the road. <gasps> it was a, It was like a dirt. It was like it was it, – it, 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 it is not even – it's not even a four-wheel drive road mm. in our country, and it's it was their M1. It was their it was their <laughs> it was main their highway, line. right? And at one point, one of the ditches we had to go down was so bad they pulled up and they're like, "Everyone out!" So we all had to get out. We had to walk across because the ditches in the oh, road. I can't believe you paid for that. The experience. ditches in the road were so bad that you had to get out of the bus, and then you had to push the bus sometimes for it to get up. So we travelled on this road and I was just like, uh, well, you didn't have mobile phones back then, right, number one. Number two, I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. And then when it came to food, I would not eat. I'm like, there is no way I'm eating in this country. I, all I did was drink Coke, real Coke, because <laughs> I had Coke in the bottles. I wouldn't eat. I didn't eat the whole time. Did not oh, eat. No. It was, and I mean, Cambodia, I'm sure there are beautiful parts yeah. of it, but our experience I mean, we went and did Angkor Wat and all that, and that was amazing. So there was tourist parts that were really cool, but I gotta tell ya, that trip it's a was a bit scary. It was a bit scary, yeah. I've just thought of another one. I went to Fiji. Oh yeah, and we went with friends, and when we got to the airport, there was a warning about um, oh, tsunami. Oh tsunami! Fuck! I would have shit myself. So I was going. Well, we're not going, are we? We're obviously not going to get on the plane, and. We did. We just all took off. That's when I was with my husband. Mm. He was like, yes, we are. So I just went and I was wow. pregnant. I just found out I was pregnant with Lola. Um, so it would have been 2009. What about turbulence? Have you ever had any of that real bad, like where you, because I've heard you can just fall. You can just suddenly start. Yes. Have you ever had that? I had really bad turbulence. We were in, Af this was actually in Africa and we, 
oh my god I remember passport control was just like this table in the field (laughs) and honestly you'd walk past it and then there was this little plane with two propellers and this was to take us to the safari right and I was I can't believe I'm getting on that and that uh was very because you're going over the savannas and stuff yeah. and so there's different yeah that was really scary and it was in the little plane yep. and I remember holding onto the seat in front and I literally had the man's mm. hair and yeah. there was a family traveling that had um Kids. teenagers and they were screaming and I was oh, just like oh my fuck. god yeah that was scary but I haven't done that that drop, drop that free drop no wood. me Ooh. either and I, I mean I have like I would have flown thousands of flights yeah. in my life and considering how much I've flown yeah it's never I've definitely we've gone to land and we've gone back up again that's happened a couple of times to me oh I just thought so you Gibraltar go to land well. and then all of a sudden you're like well hang on something's hit the ground and I've had some dodgy landings but yes. I've never had I think they're called air bubbles or something Oh, well, I used to hate the Gibraltar. We used to fly into Gibraltar sometimes. Gibraltar? Um, What's that? It's the rock of Spain. Oh, right. Okay. And that is known as one of the worst um, runways because it's so short. Yeah, right. Okay. It's so short and I used to hate that because you can see, you can see all around you and you're just like, you know, praying. I've just thought of another question. I'm going to come back and ask you this. This space could be yours. If you're a brand or a product and you'd like to advertise with us today, jump online at yoursaypodcast.com.au. Oh, this is so interesting. I'm getting all like itchy feet at the moment. Yeah, you'll be packing a suitcase. Yeah, I will. Um, I want to know, like, where have you gone to where it was just unexpectedly way more beautiful than you thought? Almost like a bit of a, oh, wow, that place was stunning. That might have been a bit of an untapped one that we can share with our listeners. Um, yeah, I think when I went to Oman. Yeah. Which I've is never even heard of it. In the Middle East. And I my sister, my half sister was living there in Muscat right. in Oman. Um so very, Is that kind of near Dubai ish? Yes, that's a stopover. It's yeah, about okay. Five hours drive near Abu Dhabi. Yeah, okay. Dubai. Yep. Um so we flew into Oman and yeah, I had a lot of friends at the time like, Oh, why are you going there? you know. Mm. I think if you haven't been to countries like that and you only see stuff on the news or what have you, so I, I didn't probably have an expectation. Yeah. Um, and I found it really beautiful yeah. and romantic. And I oh, that's love nice. hearing the prayer calls. Yep. And, yeah, I, I really loved it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was unexpected. Did you go to – you've been to Dubai. We both had Dubai on our yes. list. See, yes. I would never go back again to Dubai. I didn't like Dubai. We did the stopover, stay there for two nights, relax, yeah, we, and we I do would that. never in a million years there. do it again. I hated the heat. I felt like I was in an oven. It's I found impressive. it claustrophobic. I think it was the most expensive beer I've ever bought around a pool. It's incredible. I think it was $35 for a Corona. Yes. And then I remember convincing my ex that I would walk out and go to a shopping centre and buy our own because mm. I wanted to have a few drinks and I wasn't paying $35. And I think we'd just come from America where beer was fucking $2. Yeah. It was. It would come from America. And, like, I got to these <laughs> supermarkets. You can imagine the heat, right? So I'm, like, chafing like a fucker. <laughs> and then I remember getting there and then I'm, like, I got to the alcohol section and then I'm looking at it all and I'm, like, it's all non-alcoholic. Let it, you're not allowed to yeah, drink over yeah. there. You can't buy it. It's funny, yeah. You have to be in a restaurant, a licensed restaurant. Yeah. So, so but we'd come from America, where you'd literally be buying it in the milk bar. My sister now lives um, in Dubai, 
and yeah, oh, she they, lives there. Yeah. Oh, here I'm ragging it out. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, she actually calls it the the sand pit, you know, because oh. it's so hot, and they do everything in ACs, and they because of that drinking thing, they just spend the whole weekends in resorts like hotels and mm. stuff because you can drink and stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, look, everyone, each to their own. I think you have to do it and stay there, but I would never, ever, ever. And we did it in Abu Dhabi another time. I wouldn't go to either again. I mean. I think, yeah, they they can be quite fake places in, oh, in terms terrible, that all it is is you're in the AC, you're in a shopping mall. I mean, the, did you go to the Mall of the yeah, Emirates? Yeah, all when, of them. I mean, it was, I mean, it was all eye-opening and everything, but. I couldn't stand the fact women can't drive there, which really irked me. And they can in Dubai. Oh, can they? Mm. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't they put in Abu Dhabi, but I, I, I just didn't feel comfortable at all. And the heat, like I love heat. We, you couldn't even stand on the sand. Yeah, it's it's very oppressive. It's burning you. And, yeah, I'm not going anywhere and paying okay. $35 for a beer. Hell no. So, no, that was no good for me. You didn't like it? No, I didn't like it. So I want to talk about what are some of your travel hints. I've got a few. One of mine would be use trains. I actually, oh, I agree. We did in Spain. We um we end up going. We did the stopover in Dubai, and then we went to flew into Madrid. Yeah, uh, spent a night in Madrid, and then went on the fast train, the Renf train in yep. Spain. I think so, through Europe you cannot go past those fast trains. Well, it was the whole. It went across Experience. the country. You so it, it went from Madrid to um, southern Spain. <laughs> yeah. And, my partner just slept the whole way. Oh, I know. I agree. I think trains are underrated. In fact, my grandma, my great-grandma is still alive, which is fascinating given my age. She's 97. She catches a train from Melbourne to Sydney and she goes on a sleeper. And oh, that would be great. I'd love she to loves do that. it. Yeah, yeah, she loves it because she doesn't like flying and flying's too stressful. And yeah. yeah, I think trains are underrated. So do I. Mm. Let's do a train journey, Nikki. Let's do a train journey. Um, okay, any other travel trips? What else have you got? Um, gosh. Do you unpack when you get home? Oh, I'm one of those. I get in the door and then I like to get a wash on straight away. Same. I'm same. And yeah. That's yeah. when I come back. It's like same. give me an hour. What about when you're going? Do you pack like the night before? My nan packs like a month and a half before. I don't. I'm like the night before. Oh, no. I like to be organised. So what's organised? Days? I'd start doing it a few days before. Before? Yeah. No, I'm not. No. I'm the night before. Yeah. I mean, I make sure everything's washed, but I wouldn't get the case out till the night before. No, I'm her in. have it in and especially with children. So, you know, nah, when you're traveling even with, with child, when I've traveled with both of them, I always <laughs> that's the what you're like, that's what you're like on the day. Like you're at school today buying a, a school hat. No, you know, yeah, so. <laughs> no, but I don't. I mean, I used to overpack. I don't overpack now either. I used to be terrible when the girls I don't overpack tall. anymore. I'm very, because I, mean, I always want to buy something. I've never traveled to a country and not wanted to buy something. Yeah, that's true. I always overpack. And when the girls were little, there's only a year between the eldest two and I'd have all their undies and little sandwich bags and stuff mm. like that. And I'd be like, well, if it crashes, they'd know that was me. Yeah. My mum would go for 100%. That's that hers. That's hers. so funny. Oh, hang on. I didn't answer where my place was that was yeah, better that than I can. thought. So I was really, really, really pleasantly surprised by how amazing Portugal is. Oh, yes. So I, I we landed... I can't remember where, but wherever Lisbon is, we went south towards Notre Dame. Okay. Notre Dame? Not, no, towards where the biggest waves in the world are. Um, oh, yeah, where the surfers go. Yeah, but we went the whole coastline down. Oh, I can't think of the name of it right now. That's okay. Ibiza? Anyway, it's escaped me. But Portugal was stunning. Stunning country, stunning water, so, so cheap. Mm. The food, 
everything was just phenomenal. Yeah. And I think when you live there, they've got some like crazy tax rule that you don't pay tax. It's like one of the best countries to live in. Yeah, right. I only know that because one of the guys I used to work with wanted to live there and do his international trading because there he could make double the actual earnings. Okay. But honestly, Portugal was not even, I was like, well, yeah, whatever, but it was like a must see and you could go just there yeah and stay well can i tell you another place um obviously lucky enough to call it home now but when i came to australia so i think if you haven't been to australia and you kind of get that yeah we're getting we've got a lot of international like listeners now red earth and yeah you know, like the middle of australia so when i came here I just thought, wow, this is just so beautiful. It's got everything. It has got know. everything. So, yeah. Never. And you haven't even done it all yet. That's right. I haven't done so, it all no, yet. So, no, it definitely does. No, I think everyone's got to put Portugal on their to-do list. One more thing. We're going to come back and talk about beaches. I can't believe I didn't put okay. this on the list. All right. I want to talk about the best beaches. I'm a beach girl, even though I don't go a lot now and I don't get my skin out there like I used to. And I certainly don't. Look You'll like be I living used at the to. beach soon, though. Back to the beach, living at the beach soon. So, but I would say up until I discovered snowboarding and could afford to go snowboarding, most of my holidays were centered around yeah. summer and the beach. Yeah. But yeah, I want to know where's your best beaches you've ever been to? As a child, there was a beach in South France. We used to call it the Bounty Beach. The Bounty I remember Beach, it that's was a cute near name. where Bridget Bardot oh, yeah. was living. And um, I used to love it there. It was all pine trees. And, oh, beautiful. Yeah, it was lovely. But What I, about water, like water clarity? Have you been to Bora Bora or any of uh, those? No, there, it, I remember the water having a lot of jellyfish, actually. I remember there. Um, but I think here, again, yeah, the beaches, our beaches here, are stunning. You, I, there's so many times, you know, living here, I've flown to different places. So Fiji wouldn't be a place I'd visit from the UK, but obviously once I moved here. Here you would. You would. Um, but, you know, you, you go over there and the beaches aren't as nice as they are. At home. At home. Mm. So, and I'm not a massive beach person because of my colouring. Yes. You just tend to fry. The rangers don't love the beach. <sighs> Sorry, rangy. Yep. Well, I am a beach connoisseur. Okay. And where's your best beach? My best beach in the world, and I've seen most of it, um, in terms of water clarity and um, aloneness, is yep. a beach called Coral Bay. Okay. Coral Bay is a suburb in WA. I think Western Australia has the best beaches in the world, and I think they're the most untouched and they're the most untalked about. Oh. So I went, we drove from Broome, which is on the left-hand side of Australia, all the way down past Perth, all the way down to Esperance. So we went the whole coastal way. And above Monkey Mire is a little place called Coral Bay. Believe it or not, Becky, I recently looked at buying a block of land there. Oh, really? Because I think... Fast forward 10 years. Yeah, you won't be able to. Well, you can buy it now, right? Like it's a couple of hundred grand, which is still cheap. These beaches are 100% better than Byron Bay, right? And mm. I just think it's very untapped because it's very hard to get to. But the water in Coral Bay was like nothing I'd ever seen. And the sand is white. Yeah, right. White and thin. We stayed there for a couple of nights and just pitched a tent on the, on the sand and were naked the whole time and... Yeah, so it's up there with my best beach ever, Coral Bay, Western Australia, secluded. I have to say, I think some places like Byron Bay can be a bit overrated. Uh, I don't think so if you go on the right days when there's not heaps of tourists there. I mean, if you go to Water Goes Bay, that water there is as clear as it can be. I just mean in terms of, I mean, I, did, I do like it there and I went to Blues Fest, so it was great then. 
Um, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I tell you where else is. There's two other places that I'd call out for beaches. Is the Cook Islands is like. The Cook Islands is just next level. Mm. I mean, it's it's like it's the same as Bora Bora. It's literally picture postcard, as is the Great Barrier Reef. I mean, you yeah. can't get water clarity like it. Well, I also think I was amazed when I came out when I first came out here on a holiday. Fraser Island, Kagari, as we now call it. Um, there's places on there that are just stunning, otherworldly. Yeah, but, but I mean, literally, guys, where we live. 10 minutes, Fingal Head. You go to Fingal Head, yeah. which is like a 20-minute drive. That beach there, got a little inlet, absolutely mm. stunning. <gasps> I love beaches. Okay, I want to talk about travel tips from Nikki. Yeah, what, what are your tips? So my travel tips are always take an empty drink bottle on the plane. So now you've got the liquid rule, right? So I take my own drink bottle. I, re- I have a rule and I'm not a tight ass, but I refuse to pay for water at airports so the airports all have every airport in the world has filtered water for free so we always have our own massive water bottle and there is nothing worse than being fatigued uh, sorry being parched dehydrated on a plane and they always bring you those little cups like what the fuck's that gonna do snacks too always take snacks yeah take heaps of snacks so always have an empty water bottle and take it and fill it wherever you go that is my number one i now use those um dividers that you just get from Kmart or Bunnings or whatever in in your suitcase. So all your t-shirts are in one, zip it up. All your undies are in another one. Like they're like those stacker things. I originally got them from Kathmandu. So I would pack the kids' cases in our cases. So we'd get to wherever we were going to be and like there's your two sachets with your clothes. Very organized. And there's my two sachets in my clothes. And then that way we only ever carried, we only ever took two cases with four people and that's key at the airport when you're traveling with kids, right? Because they can't drag their own fucking bags. Oh, I know. That's all, It's yeah. a nightmare. So it's different now because Dakota can. But when we went to New Zealand, Harvey yeah. has nothing. Yeah. Not know. even a backpack. I have his backpack on my front. So yeah, if you're right. prepared for that, then you're like when they get the shits, you know, you can kind of like pick it up. So these are my other travel tips. A lot of people don't know this, but you can download on Netflix and Stan and everything. You can download for free a lot of the videos and TV shows. So you download it all onto your phone or your iPad before you get on. I never use the in-flight entertainment. I always have my own entertainment. I always connect my own headphones. I love it. Can I tell you, like my kids, (laughs) when we all get on a plane, Dakota and I, like we all take our positions. We've all got our back. We are fucking mega organized. And this is another game changer. If you are on a long haul flight, which everywhere is from Australia, you can get a blow up pillow. So what I've learned, cause I'm short, right? So my feet don't often reach the floor. So my neck, like I can be fucked for the first two or three days of a holiday because of the plane, yeah, right. but you can buy a blow up cushion. So it's a foot rest, right? So you blow up a foot rest and it's literally like just a blow up pillow and you put it under your feet. Two things, get your feet off the gross ground, which yeah, after filthy. a while feels disgusting. Yeah. And it then makes you sit in a better seated position. So when I would travel anywhere, we would both, my ex and I would both pump up our pillows. We'd put our pillows down. We'd get everything in the pockets. And honestly, didn't have a sore neck after that. Yes, yeah, it was unreal. problem that I'm too long, I feel. Oh, yeah, you're tall, enough, right? Not enough, you know, leg room and... You've always got a child leaning on you. Yeah. No, they're my travel tips. But I think that, I mean, I pack up and pack really quickly. I don't overpack, but I definitely think, yeah, having food and bits and pieces with you. Oh, I've got one more. Okay. I've been caught out many times. Have cash at the destination you're going to. Yeah. 
we landed in Vietnam, I assured my ex-husband, oh, there'll be an ATM. <laughs> Didn't know I was going to fucking land on freaking dirt. And then he's like, so where's the ATM? Like we've literally landed in Vietnam, no money, no nothing. nothing. And I'm like, I just assumed. And I'd travelled. He hadn't travelled to third world countries. And I'm like, oh, fuck, where's the ATM? There wasn't one. So yeah, we had to right. convince a taxi driver to let us go to the hotel to then cash back then it was traveler's checks. Oh, the good old traveler's checks. We had them as an emergency and it was a nightmare. I fucked up. So always have the denomination. And we always used to do it. That was what we would do at the airport. So at the airport we would walk up, change over $200 Australian cash or whatever to the wherever we were going. But, yeah, don't get caught out with that, people. Without your money. Get your money. got itchy feet itchy feet itchy feet itchy feet (laughs) i love travel it's funny you know we were just saying then that you either love travel or you don't my Mm. mum's not traveled much and my grandparents have traveled the whole world and some people have a desire oh what's going on with that fish becky Uh oh i think there's a sick fish in the house well why is he going upwards anyway we've totally digressed sorry about that i think travel for me i love it it's important before I was accepting of other people's opinions, I used to look at people that didn't want to travel and be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, right. How could you not want to leave and check it out? But now I love people for who they are, so now I don't judge them. But I love it. But there are a lot of people that never have a desire. I think now I, th- I don't have the desperate urge to go to anywhere in particular now, Right but, now. But I think that's probably because I've done a, a lot. lot of travel. Yeah, 100%. But- I don't have an urge right now either to travel, mm. but if I had you know, spare a couple of hundred thousand in my bank account, I'd, I'd probably always have a holiday booked. Yeah, I think if that's another thing, if money was no option. That's, yeah, well, let's pretend it's not. Because I want to be in nice hotels. I don't I don't. Oh, no, I don't travel it. shit. No. You know? No way. Yeah. Isn't that nothing worse than you check What's in What's your scariest shit? story, Nikki? Um, scariest story. Fuck. Have you got one? Yeah. All I right, remember... well, you go first because I'm going to think about mine while you're listening okay. to yours. Well, I remember being in New York, New York as a child with my mm-hmm. parents and my brothers and my How's dad. How's that being in New York as a kid? Oh, I found it really scary. And right. my dad is always such a – he takes us to all the downtown areas, you know. Oh, I love it, yep. So he walked us through the two trade towers, you know, oh, wow. and we got to a point and he said, look up because <gasps> they – they yeah, just they meet, you know. So yeah. I remember doing that as a child and dad took us to all the places like this is what you see on the film. And and he said to us, you'll always remember this because it's always on the beginning yep. of any film that's it set is. in New York, you know. It so is. He took us to all those places. I remember being – Until that day that it wasn't. <laughs> until that day it wasn't, yeah. I remember um, on that holiday us getting up early, I think we must have been jet lagged, and walking down these streets that were almost deserted and two big guys mm. came and um, – bumped into my dad and they had a paper bag and they dropped it on the floor and then they were like you've you've broken our drink I think they were saying there was beer in it or something and wow yeah there's I remember my brothers and I we just carried on walking and left dad to deal with it that was really scary yeah that's really scary and another time we were in Washington in America and um I remember dad driving us down all these like Darrow streets and stuff. And when we got back to the hotel, the guy was like, Where did you go? Oh, and when dad told him, he was like, No, yeah, you no, can't I have go yeah, there. You've just totally reminded me of one. Yeah, this is what happens, right? Because you don't know. So I I can remember 
I don't remember this well, but the family have told the story so many times. Yeah. So we're in San Francisco and exactly that, we're on a tour. I would have been 10 and they said, wherever you go, don't go down to this particular area. Yeah. Yep. So my pop's just like a goer. So he's like, yep, off we go. So we find ourselves in this particular area, downtown, wherever. And I'm 10, they would have been whatever age. We're walking along and I don't remember this well, but a black guy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Do I say that? Is well, that... I didn't say it in my oh, story. Sorry, I've said it. But... What, what's the right thing to say? Man of color. Men of color. A, a man of color <laughs> grabbed me and took me and, and threatened me and he had a knife and they, and they had to give him money. Give me your money, give me money, give it back. Yeah. And then I can remember my name going, Cliffy, Cliffy, give her the money. Yeah. No, I just remember, I don't remember seeing it or feeling it. Like I just remember it happening so fast. And then I can remember us like running into one of those Applebee stores or something Gosh. and like eating because it like was safe in there. And yeah, but I remember them telling that story. But that was probably the most scary one. That's really traumatizing. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, I don't. don't it must have it. been too they traumatizing. They must have handled it well. Well, I don't know how much money they gave, but I've got another one. Go. I've got another one. I was in um, Thailand, and my friend came out, and we <laughs> we went to this bar, and I shouldn't have actually been drinking because I was on antibiotics. But anyway, as you we know, do, as you do. So we we're in this bar, and and Wimbledon was on at the time in the UK, and we're in this little bar in um, Thailand and Wimbledon's on and I'm watching it and this guy came in and he had two heavies with him. He was he was a t little Thai guy mm -hmm. and he had two heavies that were white, yep. Caucasian. Anyway, the, the mood just changed. Right, as immediately. As soon as he came yep. in and um, immediately, I must have been talking so he would have known I was English and he just started carrying on about mm. Wimbledon being on the TV and he said, why do I have to watch this? I don't want to watch this. Oh, Change wow. it. Wow. So the the staff changed it immediately and I kind of made almost joke, you know, like I was watching that and he had a bit of a go. Wow. But the next minute the people brought this white wine to me. Oh. And my friend and said, you know, he's bought you this drink. And um, I said, I don't drink wine. And he was really rude. Oh, wow. And they said, you need to drink it. Oh, wow. And I said, and they went, just just do yourself a favour. And drink the wine. And drink the wine and just be polite. And What? Yeah, everyone, yeah. So we, we stayed and we felt like we couldn't leave. So oh, I got absolutely, I don't, drink, I don't drink white wine. wine. Absolutely trolled. Yeah. Got home, one thong. Yeah. Wow. One of my thongs is in Thailand somewhere. One of your thongs along with all of the other thongs. Yeah, but apparently he was a like a, a mafia guy. Wow. And everyone mm. knew, but you guys obviously. Yeah, and I probably was, you know, a couple of beers in. Beers in. A bit yeah. cocky. You Do know, you know I, it large. I just thought of one other. I got one other story. This was terrifying. This was that same Vietnam trip. We were in Vietnam and we were going somewhere on a boat and I don't like boats. And I just remember the boat being like a plane but it was a boat like it was one of those long skinny ones it was long submarine <laughs> no but floated like a floating submarine but it was long and skinny and you got on and it was inside it it was like there was like two chairs either side like Ooh. a plane and it was going through their little like they've got these little river things and so i remember being on it and we were sitting down in it and i don't i don't like the boat and i don't like that cost yeah, like and things. then all of a sudden i remember looking at my ex going do you smell that and it was fuel, right? Oh. Like I'm talking so fucking strong. And he's like, 
fucking, we are out of here right now. And I remember us having our backpacks with us. We actually had backpacks. And he's like, we're fucking getting on top of the roof. Like, there's no way. And so we literally went to the door and they're like, no, 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 you can't get out. And I'm like, fuck you, we're going up. So we hauled our backpacks up onto the roof and he was convinced that it was going to blow up. Like, and they're like, what's that smell? And then eventually everyone kept getting out of the cabin. So something was leaking. And we had like a whole escape plan. Like we were on the side and we were like, there was literally like a small bit of water. And he's like, right, the minute we, if the boat slows or whatever, he's like, throw the packs and just jump off it. And like, I remember thinking, oh, we we could die here. And it was horrible. I don't remember what or why or what caused that, but that was really scary. Wow. If your brand or product would like to advertise with us today, just jump online at yoursaypodcast.com.au. There are three tiers available. You can own an entire podcast. Get in touch with us today. Wow, that's our travel stories. Travel blogs. Oh, I feel like we're having a Barbie. This was, I definitely needed a beer for this episode. <laughs> yeah, beer around the barrel. Um, it, that's one of the great things about travel, isn't it? Is coming home and telling the stories yeah you know and and I, you know not until we start talking on this podcast do i just remember like right now i've got like another 20 stories ready to yeah, go yeah that's right they all start coming back to yeah you. about travel it's um yeah it's phenomenal but one of the things i love is then watching tv shows and going oh i've been there i've been there yes. and that that for me new york was the most like every street in New York, you felt like you were on TV. Now, obviously, we know that you don't watch Sex in the City, iconic. which annoys me. But so <laughs> many, like Gossip Girl, like so many of the iconic shows, particularly around America, I suppose, with the American home, that big corner home in the middle, you know, with their big cars. And, yeah. you know, I felt like I was on a movie set. Yeah, you just drank it I, up. I think biggest highlight of anywhere I've ever been in my life would be New York City. Yeah, right. And everyone says it. Like it's quite renowned for that, but mm. I was like lower expectation, lower expectation. But when I got there, I thought Central Park was like fucking tiny. Yeah, I right. had no idea it was so big. Yeah. And then when I got there, and oh, I, yeah, I mean, we were in New York for ten nights with two kids. We left every morning at about ten. Things didn't open till later. We left at ten. We weren't home before midnight. One night. Yeah, gosh. Pram backpack off we went, and Full we on. explored every day. So oh, that's one other tip I've got. Traveling with kids, just fucking do it. Yeah, don't, like your don't first flight's it. nervous. It's it's hard. The kids are gonna cry. They're gonna do what they're gonna do. You know, you get those seats with the fucking cradle things where the baby things comes that's down. It. Nowadays, you've got mums putting things on seats and giving people headphones and little notes and chocolates and stuff, which I think is really lovely. But yeah, I, I just think you got to do it if you do it from where and they're a young age. Oh, that is another thing. When we first, we went to Bali, I went to Bali for work and my ex and Harvey came along with Harvey's first flight. It was just before we went to New York. So we thought we'd give him a warm up. Eight hours, kid did not stop crying once the whole time. But he wouldn't, he wouldn't sit in the seat. So I stood aside from takeoff and um, landing. I stood in the center aisle. So we would swap and just swapped and we just held him the whole time. The only time he'd stop crying. Oh, six, seven months? I don't like it when I see on TikTok and people will put a video of a child crying on an airplane and go, why don't they do adult-only flights? I just no, think, it's horrible, oh, isn't how it? awful. It is horrible. But, I mean, it is horrible. I see it from both sides. If I was on my eat, pray, love trip and got on a 12-hour haul and pulled up next to a kid, my initial thought would be, 
fuck. But you you know what? In most of, I mean, I we both, between us, we've flown a lot. Mm. I don't think I've ever had a kid that I can remember that wrecked my flight experience, except for the one that was fucking strapped to me on that Bali <laughs> trip. Apart from my own. And then after that, I remember my ex being like, well, we can't go to America. And so I was like, but now we know we'll do this different and mm. got on the American flight. I kid you not, he slept 12 hours solid. He did. We kept checking he was breathing. Yeah. Because right. he was purring to the sound. He was in that little bassinet thing. He was too small for it, but we had him in it anyway. <laughs> and it was just like I think the constant jiggle of it yeah. had him asleep. And the noise. There is And the noise. Yeah. Oh, so interesting. Anyway, an amazing episode, Becky. It was great. It was great. Travel tips from us. Which is-